Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Thomas here for TFC. Uh, to make sure for anything, uh, make sure you guys follow the uh, the Instagram uh, TFC.NFL and the Twitter T Football Center is a capital T. <laughs> Uh, and today we are doing the week four previews for each game, which uh, shouldn't take too long. Uh, yeah, we're just going to be going in-depth into each game. And I'm not going into any specific order, but uh, we'll be starting with the Rams and uh, Vikings on Thursday night. So it's pretty fitting. Uh it was a it was a good game. I mean, uh, it was a really good game. Uh, obviously, two real big power ranking teams. Uh, both. No, I wouldn't say both. I'd say uh, obviously Minnesota Vikings rely heavily on their defense. Uh, Ram. I mean, it was a very offensive game. Some stats here for you. Both quarterbacks played great. They each had their select receivers. Jared Goff threw 465 yards for five touchdowns and zero interceptions. And uh, most, I wouldn't say most, not most, but uh, a lot of those were to uh, Cooper Cup, who had 162 yards and two touchdowns. Now, I have never heard of Cooper Cup before this, so it was uh, it was surprising to say the least to see his name with those stats. And uh, and for Kirk Cousins, he had 422 yards and three touchdowns with uh, also zero interceptions. It was a great game by both teams. Uh, Kirk Cousins had Adam Thielen as his primary receiver with 135 yards and one touchdown. Now, for the uh, for the running backs, obviously Todd Gurley. I mean, Delvin Cook's not even worth mentioning. He did not too hot uh it was just it was just a bad game for the receiving not the receiving the running back core for i mean yeah delvin cook had 20 yards on 10 carries that's two per yard that was absolutely awful uh and todd Gurley, i think i think he was just a distraction to minnesota he was a, obviously he's a one of the biggest threats in the league and uh i think they just paid probably too much attention to him which allowed jared goff to uh sling the ball and he ended with 83 yards and no touchdowns. He, I believe, no, he did not have a receiving touchdown. Let me check real quick. He had four receptions and no touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, and in, in all, I think uh, Rams defense won them the game. I mean, now you may say, like, it was a, it was a very offensive game, and it was, but I think the Rams defense just had a uh, – the edge on Vikings offense, and I think that's really what won them the game. And it was, and Minnesota's defense could not stop Jerry Goff. They sacked him a few times, but other than that, he uh, he destroyed them, he picked them apart. Okay, next game we are going to be moving on to the Patriots versus the Dolphins. Oh, sorry, wait. Let me let me go back to uh, Rams versus Vikings. Final score was thirty-eight to thirty-one. Just in case you were. Uh, Wondering. That ended in regulation, not in OT. Uh, moving on to the Patriots versus Dolphins. This this one wasn't too exciting. It wasn't nail biter. It was just uh, 
was pretty much the downfall of the, the Dolphins. I mean, going 3-0, and which no one expected. Expected to be one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, obviously, they're going 3-0. and and I mean, 3-1 and sounds good for them, but after losing 38-0 to against a division rival, that's really going to hurt them. And they are facing the uh, the Bears after, I believe, Bears have a bye week this week, but I don't know about Dolphins. The Dolphins face Bengals next week. So psh, Dolphins are not Dolphins. Bengals are looking really well. I think uh, we'll probably be able to pull off the win. I had, I mean, I predicted uh, Patriots to win against the Dolphins. And obviously they did. I didn't think it would be a blowout like it was. And, you know, Tom Brady had three touchdowns. Uh, thing is, just because he had three touchdowns, but didn't play insanely well. I mean, he found his receivers and everything. He had three touchdowns. Sounds great. But for Tom Brady, he had 274 yards and two interceptions, which was uh, very surprising to my, uh, I don't know, whatever. I, I did not expect Tom Brady to uh, throw two interceptions, especially against uh, – I mean, Dolphins' secondary is not the best. It's more their front seven that carries them, in my opinion. Uh, there was a nice pass to Cordell Patterson. Uh, and he's looking, he's looking, he's carrying right off of the Vikings. He, uh, he's looking pretty well and fits pretty well with the, uh, he had a 50 yard, 55 yard touchdown for him. Yeah. And he came, sorry, I forgot. He came off the Raiders. Never mind. And uh, let me see. Josh Gordon, obviously, he's on the uh, Patriots now. He had two catches for uh, 32 yards, which, mm, not bad, but I don't I mean, can't got on the team like days before uh, the actual game. So that I understand why they didn't play him a lot. He had, he had, a, he had a nice block for uh, James White, who had a. 22-yard touchdown in the second quarter. And uh, probably moving on to the last part of this 38-0 uh, to zero play was probably just because of how bad Ryan Tannehill played. I mean, he was getting a lot of praise for what he was doing for the uh, Dolphins, but in all honesty, he had, let's looking at his stats, 100 yards and one interception. That is, sorry, that is dead awful. And I mean... You, you just got to do – if you're going to beat the Patriots, there's no chance you're going to beat them throwing 100 yards. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say that. Tom Brady, look, he looked pretty good. I mean, three touchdowns. But those two interceptions, again, really surprised me. And moving on to the Packers and Bills, another non-nail-biter, but uh, considering the Bills – the Bills uh, – won 27-6 against the Vikings last week. I was a little surprised that they didn't put any points up. It was 22-0 for those of you who don't know. Rodgers had 298 yards and one touchdown and one interception. And again, I mean, Rodgers and Tom Brady are elite quarterbacks. I was surprised to see that each of them had an interception. Tom Brady had two. Rodgers had one. Uh, yeah, Rodgers overthrew his tight end. I think it was Jimmy Graham. Uh, Overthrew him. He tipped it up, and it was intercepted. Uh, and you know the Bills' defense didn't do half bad. I think uh, 
Yeah, Rodgers, I mean, the Bills' defense didn't look too bad because, uh, I mean, it was 22-0, to zero, but in all honesty, being on the field as long as they were for the Bills' defense, I think they did pretty good. I mean, their offense didn't give them a lot of breaks. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I have to say about their defense. They held them not – it was it was just – it was a very – wasn't it was just a poor effort by the offense. I – I don't want to blame the Bills' defense for what happened. And uh, Mason, <laughs> no, when Rodgers, not Rodgers, it was, uh, I think it, was, it wasn't it was Aaron Jones. Let me check real quick. It was the first half. Yeah, I mean, it was only 16 nothing at the half. I mean, not only, but they Packers only scored six points in the last half, which I was su- surprised for the Bills. And they, I mean, it was 22-0. It was a terrible effort by Bills offense. And uh, Mason Crosby missed the uh, extra point for the first touchdown. Aaron Jones, he uh, he looked pretty good. Having, I mean, he didn't run for a whole lot of yards, but was ran 65 yards on 11 carries, averaged 5.9 yards per carry. Josh Allen, like uh, like Tannehill, he didn't look hot at all. 151 yards and two interceptions. That is like the opposite of what we saw last week. Josh Allen, he uh, he had 196 yards and one touch. He's got to bump the numbers up, in my opinion. I mean, he's got to be throwing at least 250 to give the Bills a chance at winning games. I mean throwing 196 against the Vikings and winning, I think that's interesting to me because I, I saw the game but didn't really see him doing bad, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, I think that that's pretty much all I have to say. I mean, Aaron Jones, just a good confidence booster for the Packers considering they tied the Vikings and they're now lost to the Redskins. So nice to have another their first one since beating the Bears, which puts them at second in the division. Uh, and, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. 22-0. That's that. Moving on to the Titans and Eagles. Now, this this game was an A-biter. Uh, Titans got – I, I don't want to say lucky, but that last drive that they had in OT was uh, – that last drive they had in OT was amazing. Like, I couldn't – like, if I was a Titans fan, I would be, like, shitting the entire time. Uh, let me see. All right, so uh, there was a slow start to the game. It was only uh, – at the end of the first quarter, it was only 3-0 for the uh, Eagles, I believe. Second, sorry. At the start of the uh, half, it was no, it was three zero for the Titans. Sorry, uh, let me just stick to the notes. <laughs> Carson Wentz went three hundred and forty-eight yards with two touchdowns and zero interceptions. A very nice game from him. It's a good confidence booster, I think, considering he only started playing last week. Uh, I mean, yeah, Nick, it was a tough decision to keep or put Wentz in for Foles, but. I think they made the right decision. Jordan Matthews had a 
50-yard touchdown late in the first half for uh, the Eagles. And uh, at the end of the half, it was ten. End of the half, it was ten to three for the Eagles. So first half wasn't too exciting, but it really got good in the uh, second half in OT. Uh, both teams scored. I mean, both teams scored once in the third quarter. And that put it to uh, seventeen to ten within one score, and then that's it. So yeah, with five minutes left, Marcus Mariota. Really just uh they started winning uh they started winning. Uh yeah, it was twenty seventeen with five minutes left after uh Mario threw an eleven yard touchdown. And again, uh, there was not no it wasn't it wasn't really yeah, it was five minutes left, but uh Carson Wentz really clutched up to get the uh, in field goal range to end regulation, tied up at twenty twenty. And then, and then, and then this is where it gets good. So, Eagles kicked the field goal there on their first drive. Of OT it was a, they just kind of drove down and uh, got in field goal range and kicked the field goal in OT. And then this is where it got interesting. Marcus Mariota, there was a fourth and fifteen, and it did not look good. Like that was make it or break it right there for the Titans, and it is just insane because he. Uh, they obviously they converted it because they won, but uh, the third and fifteen, he not third, fourth and fifteen, and then there was another fourth down. It was the very, it was the very next uh possession, not possession though. It's the next very next first down marker. It's fourth and four. They converted that. Uh, there was a fourth and three, and they converted that on the drive as well. Uh, and then to end the game, Marcus Mariota tossed a. Not tossed, but he threw a ten-yard touchdown for the for the walk-off victory to Corey Davis, who made what's that? Corey Davis. I'm just, just sorry. I'm just trying to figure out if he's a rookie or not. Look at the stats and see if he's got anything before this. Yeah, this is his second year. So uh, last year he had 375 yards throughout the entire season. This year he has 312 yards in the first four games. And it's and the, he's definitely going to get more time to see the ball and get, receive. Because against the Eagles he had 161 yards on nine receptions to average 18 yards per reception. And he had a 51 – was it, Court? Wait. He had a 51-yard touchdown, and so I guess it wasn't him. I guess it was, uh, I don't know who it was, but yeah, obviously Marietta threw the 10-yard touchdown to, to the walk-off tee. It's pretty devastating for the Eagles, not going to lie. Uh, they, if, if that was an Eagles fan, I would probably would have, like punched a hole through the I mean, I'm a Bears fan, so... Pretty happy with my week, <laughs> but uh, the Eagles, yeah, that that's a tough one. They Eagles are now what one? No, no, they're two and two, right? Yeah, they are two and two. They beat the Falcons and the Colts, and they lost to the Bucks and the Titans. So that's pretty disappointing for them, defending champs. 
I believe they are third in the NFC East right now. And, uh, yeah, any ending score of that was uh, 26-23. That was, uh, that was, again, in OT. So moving on to the Jaguars versus Jets. Uh, this was a uh, this was kind of a blowout, not going to lie. Uh, I just made some quick notes about this, about the two teams. And, uh, I mean, Jags scored 31 points, but – wait one second. Sorry about that. Uh, Jags scored – obviously, they scored 31 points, and they are now 3-1. But if they are going to keep up the uh, good uh, – a good record. I think their their offense needs to improve somehow. Like uh, their red zone offense, and they had three chances in the uh, they had three chances in the first half, and they went. No, they had two chances, and they they were on like the ten yard line, and they didn't complete either of them. Especially when they had the momentum, that really killed the vibe. And they ended the half with sixteen zero. Just pretty weird. So they, yeah, they had three field goals, and then I believe it was a like twenty, it was like a twenty-five yard touchdown that they had in the second quarter. Sam Darnold did not look good, just like continuing off of his uh, game versus the Browns. Just he he was overthrowing them. He did, I mean, his his stats were not the best. He had one sixty hundred sixty-seven yards for one touchdown. And he, I saw him overthrowing. He had a uh, he had a really bad throw on fourth and one at the end of the first half, and they were really trying to get a field goal there. And then that it was at like the fifty yard line, and then uh, the Jaguars kicker kicked a fifty four yard field goal. I was I was pretty impressed with that. Let me just check his name. His name is uh Josh Lambo. Yeah, former. Former, sorry, so, former soccer player. That's what I was can get out for saying. Former soccer player kicks Josh Lambo kicks a fifty-four yard touchdown at the end of the half, which uh, that one was a confidence booster. Blake Bortles threw for three hundred and eighty-eight yards and two touchdowns, with uh, one interception. So he had a solid game, but his it's just like he just needs to connect on those. Just needs to play better in the red zone with his team. Because uh, I really think that'll make a huge difference in uh, in this team's win win percentage. I mean they lost to uh they lost to the Titans six to nine. So that is scoring six points when your when your defense is that good should is not good. Dante McCreef uh, was uh Blake Bordeaux's main receiver who had Hundred nine yards and one touchdown, I think. Or not one. I think he was in the receiver. Jets, along with the going off of the not horridness, but just how bad the uh, Jags offense did. Jets got two takeaways on them, which I was pretty surprised about because Jets Jets defense isn't even that good. Like, I mean, they're one in three right now. I. Brown scored like twenty something points on them. It was just it's not they're not looking too hot. And to have and to get two takeaways from 
this high rated of a team is just not good for the Jaguars. And uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. It was 31 to 12. Jets, Sam Darnold really needs to pick up his team. I mean, they were looking, they were looking good first game who uh, destroyed the Lions. But since then, it's just been a tragic story for them. The, their number one rusher had 26 yards, which is really bad for the Jets. It was Bilel Powell. I don't really know how to pronounce that. But one one receiver who did look good for the Jets was uh, Quincy Inunua. Inunua, I don't know. He had a nice, uh, he had a nice reception in the, uh, I think it was the third. Yeah, I don't know. He just made a lot of defenders miss and got them in field goal range. And, uh, yeah, they had uh, their tight end, Jordan Leggett, got a touchdown, and that's pretty much it. Moving on to uh, Ravens-Steelers. Now, obviously, I talked about this one in my posts. One second. I'll be like two seconds. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that, too. Okay, so getting back, we are talking Ravens-Steelers, right? <laughs> now, this was, I talked about this, yeah, I talked about this in my post. Uh, I had the Ravens winning this. Or I forgot what I, uh, forgot what I scored it. It was, I think I scored it 27-24. So I was really impressed with the uh, Ravens defense, along with Joe Flacco, who I now have come to hop on that train. Uh, I used to think uh, they should start someone else. I mean, Joe Flacco's career hasn't been the best. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the Bleacher Report, uh, Bleacher Report videos about how saying he's not elite and stuff, but it's funny. He, uh, he went 363 yards. With two touchdowns and zero interceptions. Very nice game from him. I'm going to look at the uh, Yeah, and uh, for rushing, Alex Collins looked all right. 42 yards on the on the day. They just had a lot of different rushers running the ball. And uh, again, Lamar Jackson came out for a couple of plays. He had four carries for 17 yards. And uh John Brown, the uh, in receiver, looked pretty well for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, who had 116 yards, 116 yards and a touchdown, averaging 38.7 yards per reception. Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger looked all right, going through through the ball a lot, and I don't, I don't want to say I don't blame him, but James Conner went nine, had nine carries for 19 yards. Just did not. Their rushing game was awful. I mean, uh, yeah, he threw forty-seven times and completed twenty-seven of those for two hundred and seventy-four yards and a touchdown and one interception. Antonio Brown did all right: five receptions, sixty-two yards, twelve, one touchdown. I mean, the 
the what is it? The Steelers just did not look good. It was a it was not a good game for them. I thought they would put up more of a fight. So I was I mean I was happy to see the Baltimore Ravens win. But uh I mean there's I mean I know it was a close light game like Pittsburgh almost had they really just blew the game in the last two uh last two quarters. They just let the Ravens drive down on them a lot. And they really just couldn't get anything going offensively in the second half. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that game. It wasn't insanely, uh, insanely what it, tight. It wasn't a tight game. Like, I mean, Ravens just, was tight at the half. I'll tell you that. Like, I was watching at the half, but, uh, it just died down from there. Like, field goal after field goal for the Ravens. And, uh, that's pretty, yeah, again, that's all I have to say about that. And the score 26 to 14 for the, uh, Ravens. And they now go three and one. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, they go one, two, and one. So they have they are, I believe, what are they? They are one second. They're third, maybe. They're fourth in the AFC North. Wow. Okay, so that means. Oh, yeah, I believe Bengals are first. Bengals are, in fact, first, and then Ravens are behind them. And then I guess the Browns are in front of the Steelers, then that, that Steelers fans must be pretty disappointed. All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> Saints and Giants. Now that, this was a, uh, I want to say, intense game, but... Again, at the half, it was pretty close. I'm going to give the MVP to this game to uh, Elvin Kamara, who had a great game with uh, 19 carries, 134 yards for uh, three touchdowns. And again, like he, he is proving himself to be more and more elite. But starting off with like actually going into the uh, game, I'll go Giants. Uh, their first, it wasn't their first drive, but it was one of the uh, one of the first drives of the game. They had a pretty nice drive, drove down the field. Started, it was a uh, Eli Manning looked pretty good in the first uh, first quarter. He had I don't know how many yards he had in the first quarter, but in all he had 255 yards and uh, one touchdown with zero interceptions, which is I mean unfortunate for Eli Manning, but that is pretty surprising for him to have. Zero interceptions. And again, Saints are Saint no, I won't do that yet. Saints had a pretty ugly, ugly start until until they had a really big confidence booster with the fake punt from uh get this. I mean, no, you guys I mean I'm sure you guys have seen, but Taysom Hill, a very standout player for the New Orleans Saints. Sorry, I just couldn't get it out. But uh yeah, they're incorporating him into like every aspect of the game and uh seen more more and more teams do this with uh Lamar Jackson who's an obvious candidate to do this with taking handoffs trickery with the uh throwing the ball and everything and we also saw this in the Bears Bucks game with uh Chase Daniel being in the backfield and uh Trubisky getting a little flick pass to uh Taylor Gabriel and uh yeah I'm really liking what they were doing with him uh Landon 
Landon Collins looked he's probably like one of the all-stars of the New York Giants defense. They they didn't look too bad like like in the first half for all throughout the through the last quarter it was uh it was a pretty intense game. But uh yeah, Elvin Kamara just took over in the last quarter. He uh really really showed how elite he is. And the one thing I, another thing I want to talk about is the New York Giants O-line. It is it is awful. Like I watching the film for that game, it was just that's like all I noticed. I believe let me check how many sacks they had. One second. Receiving defense. They have they only have uh they only have nine sacks on the season. I believe most of those, not most, but uh, a lot of them came from uh yesterday's game. Not yesterday, Sunday's game. And uh yeah, final score thirty three to eighteen. Again, Alvin Kamara MVP. Let me Breeze, uh, he broke the completion record with, and he had this game. He had 217 yards, zero touchdowns, and zero interceptions. So it's actually pretty surprising to see for a uh, quarterback. But yeah, again, all I have to say for that game: 33 to 18 for the Saints. Uh, I'm gonna start going faster through these today. Don't limit it on time right now. Go to Chargers versus the 49ers. Yeah, again, I'm going to be moving fast for these. This was a good game. 29-27 for the Chargers. It was would have been – they were both one and two teams. It was I, – I really thought San, San Francisco was not going to put up a big fight. I believe I had, like, Chargers winning, like, 30 to 10 or something. It was, it was pretty wild like that. But I think what – what probably started this uh, good 49ers team. Not, not, I mean, they're not good, but what I think started the possibility from winning was a pick six. And that was pretty ugly start for the Chargers. Like, if you want to talk about a way to start the game in a really bad way, it would be pick six, obviously. And then a uh, missed field goal for the Chargers, in which began with the 14-0 start. They eventually got a... Uh, Two more field goals in there. Oh, no, it wasn't two more field goals. It was a Antonio Gates touchdown. And I'm still very surprised that he is still playing. I think uh, I think it's pretty outrageous. <laughs> I mean, I, he's he's not bad, but he's just he's just old, you know. And there's nothing really much more to say about that. The San Francisco 49ers uh, tight end George Kittle has been looking really good. 316 yards on the season. For him, and that's that, that's really good. He's got one touchdown only, which he had today. It was Sunday for seventy yards, I think. And uh, yeah, uh, Chargers got ten points in the last minute of the of the half. Yeah, Chargers got ten points in the last minute of the half, which uh, really helped them come back from that fourteen. Or fourteen to six deficit to take the lead, and then uh, Melvin Gordon. He really st- starting the half. Melvin Gordon really took over for the uh, for the Chargers. He 
drove down the field. He had two really good plays, and he actually scored a touchdown, I believe. Going back to uh, going back, but the Chargers' defense had a uh, an interception that went 90 yards after the 49ers drew, drove down the field, and then and then they fumbled the ball. But there was uh, some controversy over the uh, flag, I believe it was. Yeah, it was a flag, and then uh, he just kicked a field goal, which was. Pretty bad by the Chargers. Like you're that close, you, your team gets a 90-yard interception. You gotta convert that touchdown. But anyways, ending that game was 29-27. Chargers had Chargers had an okay game. I would have expected them to do better. 49ers, uh, 49ers played pretty well, considering they no longer have Jimmy Garoppolo. And moving on to the Bengals Falcons. Which ended thirty-seven to thirty-six for the Bengals. I had Falcons previously winning this game, and it's very surprising to see their record at one and three. But I actually really gotta go through this one fast. I got so uh, first return for the the Falcons was a fifty-yard return, is solid, put them in good field position. I don't believe they got a touchdown on the first drive though. Andy Dalton threw 337 yards for three touchdowns and one interception. Giovanni Bernard had two touchdowns. Very nice game from him. Four. I believe it was Matt Ryan. Let me just check. One second. Yes, it was Matt Ryan. 400. He played really well with uh, completing 29 out of his 39 attempts for 419 yards and three touchdowns. And, uh, Good game from him. It's a really high-scoring game. At halftime, it was 28-24. Obviously, the uh, scoring died down a little bit, as it usually does in in high-scoring first halves, along with the Bears, who... I mean, I, I won't be reviewing the Bears, actually, today. I'll, I'll just let you know this now. And, uh... One second. Yeah, along with the Bears, because uh, I won't be reviewing them because I already kind of did. And uh, after the half, Bengals went three and out and uh, blocked actually the first punt of the game. I don't know, and uh, they got blocked, I believe. Er, gosh, I'm forgetting things. So I'll just move on. Muhammad Sanu has a really good game, being a one of the primary targets for uh, – for Matt Ryan with 111 yards, and Julio Jones had 173 yards. So it was good. It's really sharing the wealth there. Uh, Andy Dalton. It was a really close game. Uh, Andy Dalton clutched a two-minute drill with touchdown to AJ Green to end the game. Again, 37-36. Very good game ending that. And then uh, Colts versus Texans. It's a very nice four-minute drive. First drive from the Colts ending in a touchdown. Sean Watson had 375 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Texans defense, uh, Texans defense had a re- defensive recovery in the end zone on the when they uh, they had him on the two yard line. They had the close on the two yard line. DeAndre Hopkins had 169 yards and a touchdown. Very yeah, they had a day. Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck really balled out along with uh, T.Y. Hilton. 
He Andrew Luck had 464 yards and four touchdowns. It was 21 to 10 at the half for the Texans. Adam Vinatieri, of course, he broke the field goal record, 566 field goals. Colts came back from 28 to 10. Let me check one second. Colts. One second. It was 20, 27, 28 to 10. And they came back in the third and fourth with uh, another 20 point, 21 points. But it was just, and they went in OT. Houston, uh, Indianapolis, they drove down the field. They got a field goal. And it's kind of like the same thing that happened with the uh, Titans. Mm-hmm. Came back. Texans drove down the field and uh, walked off with touchdown. That's pretty much where I'm going to end that because I really got to go. Uh, last one I'm going to review Yep, was the Browns versus Raiders. Another intense game. Browns versus Raiders ended in uh, 45 to 42 for the Raiders. And I actually had the Browns winning this, so uh, I was pretty disappointed. Looking at the stats, Baker Mayfield threw uh, an early pick. Or not looking at the stats. Threw an early pick six, and that was uh, it's probably again what set the tone for the game. Two hundred ninety-five yards for two touchdowns and two interceptions. Carlos Hyde had another good game, eighty-two yards and one touchdown. One of the new running backs for uh, uh, Browns had a nice game. Nick Chubb with one hundred five yards and two touchdowns. He had two really nice runs, one going for sixty-three yards. The Raiders' red zone defense looked really good for in the, for the in the first half holding the Browns to three field goals. Marshawn Lynch played very explosively today for the Raiders for 130 yards on 20 attempts. It was 17 to 14 at the half. And then 20, and then Raiders, no. Landry, I was just wanting to mention this in, in the middle of my notes for some reason, but uh, Baker Mayfield and uh, I think their connection with uh, Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry, I think it's really increasing. We're looking a lot gelling together. The Rangers come back from a 28 to 14 deficit. And uh, that was uh, probably one of the best parts of the game. Just, I saw, I remember watching Bears game and seeing a uh, 28 to 14. I was like, cool. I predicted that game pretty well. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, uh, it was 34 to 28 with uh, 10 minutes remaining. And the Browns, Carlos Hyde had a, got a touchdown for uh no, it was uh, yeah, Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb got touchdowns. Let's put it at forty-two to thirty-four, and then Derek Carr got a clutch two-minute drill, and then obviously it went into overtime, and Rears had a walk-off kickoff kick field goal. No, was it field goal? Yeah, it was a walk-off field goal. So that's guys. I'm gonna end it there. Sorry, uh, sorry, it went so long. Uh, I'll try and condense it next time. But I'm just going to keep this here and uh, make sure you guys follow the Instagram, follow the Twitter. I'll be posting more updates, and that's pretty much where I'm going to keep it. All right, peace.